Welcome everyone to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And we are continuing Erica's January picks since it is my birthday month. Yes, it is. And my second movie is Annabelle Creation. What are we <laughs> drinking? I I went plain today because I'm having a hard time getting started today. And just the usual dark roast, cream, some sweetener, and I'm good to go. I'm having a hard time today too. I'm tired. <laughs> It's a tiring week. It was an action-packed day yesterday. It was. So. So I'm having also a just plain, what is it, medium roast from, I think it's Aldi, but I made it in a French press, oh. so I feel a little different. A little more <laughs> elevated? Sure. Let's sure. go with that. <laughs> so that's my coffee today, too. Aren't you just fancy? Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, would you like to go on with the reading of the plot? Of course. Sam Mullins and his wife, Esther, tragically lose their daughter, Annabelle, in a car accident. Seven years later, they're happy. Actually, it's eight years. Actually, it's 12 years. Oh, oops. <laughs> okay, okay, Internet. 12 years later, they are happy to welcome a nun and six orphan girls into their California farmhouse. It is a beautiful home. It is. Terror soon strikes when one child sneaks into a forbidden room and finds a seemingly innocent doll that appears to have a life of its own. Ooh. That's pretty much it. That's pretty spooky. That sums it up. I think we've said it enough that dolls are really creepy. And I used to have a lot of them. You did. And very life... Like, I had those American Girl dolls. Yeah, those were pretty... Those I, I They would... weren't creepy, but... There is something about a doll, especially if they're very lifelike. Like, Barbies are not scary. Yeah, they, yeah. The Barbies never scared me, but the American Girl dolls, they didn't scare me either, but when you really look at them, the way they just sit there with their eyes open, staring at you. All day and all, day. all night. <laughs> I do remember you did not let me watch Chucky, or Child's Play. I always call it Chucky. Yeah, I didn't need you anymore. Because you didn't want me to be afraid of my dolls. Right. Because I figured that could do it. Very smart. But you let me watch The Shining. So go figure. Yeah. I know there's no doll. There's but... no doll in it. I mean, you know, <laughs> come on. Anyway. It's far-fetched. Yes. But dolls are spooky. There is something, I don't know, otherworldly alien about them. They seem like they would be like Annabelle a conduit. How, or something. I'm thinking in talking about that. Let's let's talk about that a little bit because do you think it's because the ones that are more lifelike mm -hmm. are too close to being real? real? Yeah. In in physical form cuz I remember be. those dolls. They were beautiful. They were beautifully made. Yeah. And all that. But yet now that you're talking about it, mm -hmm. it's like yeah, they were if you think about it, how would they have looked at night, lined up. Well, I would have them. I would actually lie them down mm -hmm. at night so that their eyes wouldn't be open. Because if I remember correctly, their eyes would open and close yes. depending on mm -hmm. if they're sitting or not. But I would have them lie down. I think I would store them in, in the closet so I wouldn't see them. Really? And it wasn't because I saw any scary movie. It was just weird. Like, why are you... Same thing with the Barbies. I always stored them away. I did not know this. Yeah. 
I don't I, maybe it was a subconscious thing or it was just that I thought, oh, it's bedtime, right? Let's As a put child. them to bed in the closet. Right. But maybe now I'm just reading into it more because you're an adult. But I do remember them putting them to sleep. That sounds weird. But <laughs> I would lay them down to go to sleep. Huh. But it's also because I'm like, oh, I don't want them staring. <laughs> So yeah, maybe there was like a is thing. It, is that I don't want them staring now as an adult? That's what I'm saying. Maybe thinking? it's now. Okay. But I do remember it was a thing. If I wasn't playing with them, they were laying down. They weren't sitting out. Staring sitting. at you. Right. Mm. Right. I would always lay them down. Even Barbies. Even though, like I, to- like I said, Barbies were not scary mm. to me. What about the one that was also an American doll, but it was a baby? Same thing. I would lay it down. Mm. Anytime I wasn't. Doing anything with the doll they were laying down. Barbie or not Barbie. <laughs> and the thing is, you had a bunch of those. Yeah. Of the American dolls. Yeah. So can you imagine them all sitting up staring? <laughs> That's what I... Now. Now yeah. it's scary. Back then, I I probably didn't think it, but... Maybe subconsciously you did and you don't realize it. Maybe. It's funny because I know that you had your, your grandma, my mom, had one made for you that was Erica. Yes, because you can customize them yes. to make them somewhat look like you or had your features. So mm-hmm. yeah, I did you have had one. Samantha, Kristen, Erica, and I think you had baby. Yeah. That was a lot. Bitty bitty baby? <laughs> bitty what, baby. Do they still exist? In that closet yeah. is is I think the clothing for Bitty Baby and the baby, I think, maybe. I don't know. That's weird. Because uh, we record in what used to be Erica's old room, which is now my she cave. Mm. Mm. Okay, anyway, back to the the situation, mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. This movie was definitely fun in the theater. Mm-hmm. As you can, as it was for me the other night. I was incredibly jumpy. I was enjoying it for the horror movie that it, that it is. And I've seen this movie a few times and it never fails to disappoint me. Um, it has great scares. I don't know if they're jump scares per se, but they're, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of scary moments that I guess because I don't, I, I space it out. Like I'll wait months or even years. I think it's been a few years since I've seen it. And it's great. Hmm. It's great because I forget where they are. Yeah, I know. And it's just like... And it's, besides The Conjuring, it's my favorite one out of that Conjuring series. I know people love part two, Mm -hmm. The Conjuring part two. I actually don't like it as much as everybody. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe I just have to revisit it. But this one, it's The Conjuring and then Annabelle creation for me. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I did not really remember the details of this movie at all. Once it started, then it was like, oh, okay, yeah, now I remember. Not 100%. I didn't remember all the details, but then obviously it was familiar. But I, I, I just could not grasp what this movie was about. And you just kept saying, yeah, you saw it with me at the movies. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to help me any. <laughs> so I've, I've noticed. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. And you drove me nuts when we watched it on Tuesday because the anxiety level in you was transferring over and I was more anxious about you flipping out and and screaming loudly in my ear than the anxiety in the movie itself. Mm. But there are some really good um, creepy scenes in this movie, to say the least. Mm -hmm. So, 
Let's head on over to Movie Facts. Rotten Tomatoes. The critics gave it 70 and the audience gave it 67. Surprise. I'm pleasantly surprised by these scores. Yeah, me too. Especially for... Because this is a sequel to Annabelle and a spinoff. So mm-hmm. it's a spinoff sequel. Right. It's great. But this is not a sequel to Annabelle. This is a prequel. Right. But it's, you know, it came after Annabelle. You know, the point is it's not even the main movie movie of the spinoff. Mm-hmm. They did better than the main movie because yeah. Annabelle, the first one, got horrible reviews, which yeah. I still don't understand why. I... Thoroughly enjoyed it. I did too, but I can actually see why this one is better. I think it was scarier. It was scarier. Than the other one. Oh, for sure. Like some of the, when you think about it, some of the scary moments in Annabelle, the first mm-hmm. part one, if you want to call it that, um, were kind of predictable and maybe just a little bit, eh. Not well, compared to this, yeah. Compared to this. Now That's what I'm saying. It. Yeah. This was released on August 11th of 2017, so it is now an old movie. Five years old, is it? Yeah. If my math is correct. I don't know. It's, that sounds good to me because I am just not doing math today. It had a budget of $15 million and grossed over $306.5 million. <laughs> that's a lot that's of money. Pretty, that's pretty good. The director, David Sandberg, drew references from the look of the 1963 psychological horror film, The Haunting. I didn't know there was an original. I wonder if it's any better <laughs> since we didn't like the one from 99. Ugh. Is that the <laughs> one that I... Yes, you don't like that. The Eleanor one. God. Uh, due to its cinescope cinematography. And I think that's what worked with this. They did have, even though it was digital and... A modern movie, it had an old school feel, and not just because it's taking place in the past. Mm-hmm. We don't really know the year it's taking place, but it's taking place back in the day. Yeah, way back. It's way, I think the, it's way before even, I don't know, is it the 50s maybe? Or even a little bit earlier because of maybe the cars? The 40s? Yeah. Maybe, but it's taking place in the past. Mm-hmm. He also cited the score of The Shining to be the biggest inspiration for the film's chilling music. And yet again. Always around. He decided to, the director decided to rely on tension and suspense compared to jump scares. Even though I feel like there were jump scares, but there is a lot of tension and lighting. Yes. You know, there's a lot, this movie's dark. Very dark. There's a lot of darkness. Yeah, which adds to that whole ambiance of dread. Of dread. Of dread. And fun fact, I am very scared of the dark and not in a childhood way that, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm afraid of the dark. It's just, it's that fear of not knowing what's there. What is there. Mm -hmm. That really plays into me that it's like I need lights on. I have little, what are they? Not night lights because it sounds so childish, but like I have little lights all over the house Mm -hmm. because I need to know. I get it. I mean, if it's- (laughs) that. That plays into the home invasion problem, too. Yeah, I know that that's like <laughs> Besides a ghosts. Right. Because I do think there's a ghost around all the time, too. Straight to ghosts, straight to home invasion. Right, but the yeah. But the reality is I, I need to know what I'm where I'm walking. Listen, I get it. Yeah. Um, you know the side here of the house is poorly lit at night. There's no lighting. So sometimes when I have to take Archie out to do his business. Yeah. It's a little spooky. It's a little spooky walking on yeah. that side because there is no light on that side. So it's a, I, I get it. You yeah. can't see. And since I can't see that well anyway, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't trouble. know what's there. But I get it. 
It, it is. Night gives everything a little bit of an edge. Yeah. And does. not one that you can see clearly, and that's what makes it creepy. So mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. The director decided to also use steady cam and tracking shots. And this is to, again, add to that old school feel. Mm-hmm. And it was also used in the conjuring, in the first two conjuring films. So that's why I think it's, it is, you can, t- it's amazing that's the technique that makes the movie seem old. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what Annabelle was missing. Mm-hmm. The, I guess the original one. Yeah, that it part, didn't I'm going to call seem it part old, one so right? we don't have to keep saying so that. that. It, yeah. it didn't seem old, even though it took place in the 60s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. It didn't feel old enough. Yeah, Besides I get the it. costuming, it didn't have that old feel. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, re, I'm actually rewinding it in my mind, but <laughs> yeah, I can, I understand. All right, let's head into movie <clears throat> observations. Yep, I can go over the characters. Go ahead. All right, so our main characters in the movie are Janice. She is the main um, girl in the group, and uh, Janice has had a bout with polio. There is Linda, who is Janice's best friend, Sister Charlotte, who is a very young novice nun. I mean, that's how I see it. Samuel Mullins, he is the doll doll maker and the owner of the house. Esther Mullins, she is his wife. There's Annabelle Mullins, their daughter. And then there's Carol, Nancy, Kate, I was going to say Kale, (laughs) Kate and Tierney, who are part of the orphan group of girls who gets rehomed because I don't know how else to say it, right. to the Mullins place because they've opened it up to them. Right. Which, in hindsight, that was really not smart. It seemed like they got kicked out of somewhere because they said, if we don't make it here, we have nowhere else to go. It's kind of sad. Yeah, that is Not kicked sad. out, but but maybe wherever they were, shut down. It just seemed like they had no other option. Like maybe the orphanage that they were at went broke. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It just, hmm. that's very sad though, yeah. the, the whole thing. But if you're attached to a church, I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah. The point is, that's what the ref, they kept making that reference. Like, we have to make this work or mm-hmm. else we have nowhere right. else to go. We open with Samuel Mullins, who is a doll maker. He makes Annabelle. Well, she will be called Annabelle. We don't have a name for her technically. Right. But we're going to call her the Annabelle doll. Right. And he makes one out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. You see him marking it on the doll. One out of a hundred. Because that was the plan. Right. Was to make, because uh, like a limited edition series. Yeah. We find out that uh, that doesn't really happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. We meet him and his wife and his daughter. They're very close to their daughter who is... Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Her name is Annabelle. And they call her B. They do call her B. You sure. don't know her name Annabelle until the very end, I think, yeah, right? I, it pretty much further into the movie. You're like, yeah. why are they, what's her name? Right. They nickname her B. B. Yeah. They do play, uh, B and Samuel play this cute little, it's like a hide and seek game, but mm, with paper. Right. It's like, oh, come find me, found you. Getting warmer, Getting that kind warmer. of stuff. They cut to a scene where they're they're at church, and this is where you find out that he is planning to make like a series of this because the, somebody approaches him like, "Oh, are those is the doll ready?" Right. The store is you know asking for the doll, and Samuel says that he's working on it, almost done, something along those lines. There, the family is on their way back home. They get a flat tire. 
Samuel's changing the tire and one of the bolts goes onto the road. B thinks, oh, let me go get it to help out. But wait, while he's fixing that tire, Mm -hmm. you can see way off in a distance. A car coming. A car coming. And not slowly. And even though they are on a gravelish type of road, you can tell by the amount of dust that it's kicking up that it's coming at a really high speed. Yeah. So go on. As she goes into the road to pick up this bolt, the car hits her. And she's holding a doll. And hits her hard. And she dies. Yeah. We cut 12 years later. There's a cross at the site of the of the accident. And that's where they put the 12 years later. We cut to a bus. It's an old school bus with the orphan girls, the nun, and a priest driving it. And we meet our two main little girls. Which are Janice and, and Linda. Linda. They're very close. You can tell that, you know, they're relying on each other to get through this together, being orphaned. They both have a doll. You know, they talk about they're wanting to get adopted together or, you know, always staying together. I actually, I really enjoy their relationship Mm -hmm. throughout the movie. I, and I feel so sad. Yeah. Um, With the end of it. Oh, definitely with the end of it. But I just, I really liked their relationship and, and their friendship. And this is where we discover that Janice is recovering from polio. Yes. And you could tell she's self, um... Self-conscious about it, too. Yeah. Extremely. I can't imagine for a little girl how that was. But I also think she's trying to have a sense of independence because mm-hmm. she has a, what is it, like a walking brace? Yes. She, and as she's getting out of the bus, there somebody offers to help her into the house and she said no. Yep. And even when they get to the house, the girls all want to, you know, they're all, everybody's settling into their rooms and everybody's excited and they want to go explore, but she, it's harder for her because of that brace mm-hmm. and her polio. And she tells people, or she tells Linda, don't not go because of me. Right. That makes it worse for her mm-hmm. to pity her. And we commented mm-hmm. in that part that Linda, Would you have sh- stayed or Linda should have stayed. I think she should have. It's her friend. I get it. She mm-hmm. Janice wanted her to leave, but it's the first day there. Right. At least give her a little time mm-hmm. to be with her and then split. But they're children. I'm trying to in 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 induce adult logic into a child's mind. Right. I get it. And it's hard because then at the same time, you don't want to make her feel any less human either. Because mm-hmm. are you staying because you feel sorry for her? Yeah. And that's what she doesn't want. Right. We do find out, though, that the, the bedrooms are upstairs for the girls. However, the Mr. and Mrs. Mullins, they sleep downstairs separately. And Esther Mullins doesn't really leave her room from what we're gathering. We mm. don't really know why. But basically, like, it's Some a kind separation. Of yeah. There's an off-limits room. In the upstairs, which we find out is B's old room. There's also an electric, what do we call it? Like an a, electric chair. An electric chair that goes up the stairs and we um, Janice gets to use that. Right. Everybody's fascinated. I'd say that's pretty hip for back then. Well, I think that he had that in there because of his wife. Probably. At some point, she became completely bedridden and yeah. that's why they moved downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Janice takes the little chair up for a ride and we get the the thing I like about this movie is that shit happens quick here. Oh yeah. 
For sure. She gets to the top of the stairs, and this is where the dark and the light start playing, right? Mm -hmm. She gets to the top, and she's just sitting there, and in the background, it's like a hallway, but you can't tell because it's pitch black. Right. And you see... Sorry, Archie's making noise. You see a white figure move. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, did you see it? Did you see it? Yes. <laughs> so exciting. You did. Right off the bat. It was exciting. <laughs> so we already get shit happening immediately, which is always is always a fun thing. The girls are, like I said, everybody's settling in. The nun has her own room um, apart from everybody, but she has a, a dome waiter. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, a they're dumb called dome waiters. Which... All of a sudden, like, opens on its own that you, she doesn't see it, but a draft comes in and, mm-hmm. you know, spooky. You know, we, we start seeing things that, that are happening. Little tiny things start happening. Yeah. The next thing that does happen is all the girls leave. Linda leaves. I know. Archie just continues with, you know, his noise. <laughs> the next spooky thing is all the, you know, everybody's out exploring the grounds. Let's call it the property. Janice is looking out the window in what is her and Linda's room, which is kind of spooky because it has like hanging dolls in there. Uh, it was like a that separate was, was an that art his, room. Was that his doll making room or is that where he would put them after he, because they look like they were, I mean, I don't know, for lack of a better word, disembodied dolls. Yeah. But then he worked in the barn or something, no? Or was I, it all in there? I'm not sure. I don't sure. know. Uh, it's very strange. But they chose that. It's Linda and Janice's room. They they chose the spookiest room because, well, because there the wasn't girls, enough room. And the other girls didn't want them in there. Yeah. Particularly Janice. This is where you start seeing the, the divide mm-hmm. between the other girls and Janice. And not Linda because she's still kind of like the intermediate. She's in the fringes yeah. of both. Mm-hmm. But you can see they don't want Janice in there. Yeah. And they say, well, you can go to the other room or something like that. Right. And it's it's bunk beds in that room. Yes. And it's very small. Very. Janice is in there looking out the window and she sees, you know, everybody outside. But behind her, the door creaks and a ghost starts walking towards her. But you can tell it's a child. And it's almost... I think it was intentional. She almost was dressed like the doll. Mm-hmm. Like the outfit seemed very similar to the doll. But then when she turns around, you know, the ghost is gone. Of course. There's nothing But it's there. so great. I love, this is what makes the movie great is that it's practical effects. Mm-hmm. Again, so it ages well and it just, it gets you under your skin, at least for me. I love a good ghost story. Yeah, no kidding. Or de- <laughs> Well, I mean, this is technically a demon story, but they can kind of be one and yeah. the same. We're at this big dinner. There, are, Everybody's having dinner with Samuel. I, I kind of like that. He participates. But doesn't he seem angry the whole mo- the whole movie? Yeah, Even he, before all this starts? He seems like a sour human being. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I Except can see Except when why. he was playing with B. I can assume this changes people, but he just seems, I don't know, he just seems bothered. He by seemed, them. To me, he was like a Debbie Downer all the time. Yeah. Even at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, kind of. There was something about his demeanor mm-hmm. that was like, eh. But he just, I don't know, he seemed bothered by them being there, even so though then he why offered offer? it. Right? right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. When they're eating, lights flicker. Ooh. I always, good classic, you know, uh-huh. ghost thing. Now it's bedtime. And this is where all the shit starts. Like, big time. Janice is awake and she gets a little note under the door 
and you're like, oh shit. Now yeah. you know the ghost is the daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you assume that initially. Right off the bat. But yeah. if you weren't sure, now you're sure. Yeah. And, and it says, find me. Yep. Then there's a note that, so Janice leaves the room, walks around. She gets to that forbidden door. I'm going to call it the forbidden room, forbidden door. Which is B's old room, just to clarify. Right. And she gets a note passed to her from inside the room. Mm-hmm. And it says in here. She goes in. The door uh, the door magically, magically opens because yes. it is locked. Yes. She goes in. Yep. Beautiful little room. Mm-hmm. Big room, actually. Very There's big. There's a beautiful dollhouse in there. It's a replica of... Their gorgeous Victorian farmhouse. It is Amazing. beautiful. Like I said, since it's a replica, there's a room that is B's room, and there's a little figure in there that's B. B. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy. It or it could just be us adding to it, but it had a little creepy vibe to it. I think that was intentional. The way the little figure is standing and the expression. Mm-hmm. She finds a key to a wardrobe that's to the left of the dollhouse mm-hmm. in the dollhouse wardrobe. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And of course, what does she do? She takes it. I and? Mean, she unlocks a door. <gasps> and lo and behold, what do we find? We find a closet that has been covered wall to wall with pages of a Bible. Mm-hmm. And right there, sitting in a chair... She is sitting in a chair, right? Yeah. Is Annabelle. In all her glory. In her glory. In her brand new glory. Looking uber creepy because obviously it's dark in that closet. Mm -hmm. And because that porcelain that's used on her is so white on her face. Yeah. It accentuates how creepy this fucking doll is. (laughs) (laughs) She is. Okay. What the hell was this man thinking? I don't know. This doll is fucking ugly. It is. Like putting the scariness aside, it's, it's an scary ugly to begin ass with, doll. and it is ugly. Like, why would you give this to a child? It's ugly. <laughs> it is ugly. No, uh, remove like you said the creep factor. The doll is ugly, but ugly. <laughs> I don't know how to say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it is ugly. Well made, but it's still ugly. Yeah, but so. Like, what the hell? I would have flipped out if I was a kidsy. Yeah. But she's not deterred from it. No. But she does try to close the wardrobe door multiple, a few times. And it keeps... Oh, and she locks it and it mm. keeps opening. Yeah. yeah. She decides to throw a white sheet over Annabelle. And as Janice turns around, Annabelle gets up. Mm-hmm. And I start... Ah. Oh, yeah. You started... I start my scream fest. <laughs> yes, you did. Janice is looking out. This is still happening. She's looking out the room window now because she thinks that Annabelle's taken care of with the sheet. She doesn't want to look at her. I don't blame her. That shit's scary as hell, but she doesn't know Annabelle has stood up. Mm-hmm. When she looks out the window, she sees Samuel and outside. And he sees her. And he sees her. So this is, oh, shit, I got caught. When Janice turns around, there's a sheet ghost. I'm going to call it a sheet ghost. Yeah. Which is Annabelle. Mm -hmm. And it's walking towards her. Mm -hmm. Slowly, but not super slow, but not fast. But as it's walking, the sheet is going like under her. Because she's stepping on the sheet. So it's pulling the sheet off. Yeah. And then it just disappears. The sheet comes off and there's nothing there. Uh, 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Find out what happens next after this quick break. It is now the next day. The girls decide to play hide and seek. Why? Why? Because kids play hide and seek. I know, but it's just did scary. You, did you not play hide and seek? Yes. Okay. And it was scary. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. You are really fucked up from childhood, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it, and it didn't matter if I was a seeker or the one hiding. It was scary. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. Hmm. The older girls find the barn, and mm. there's a scarecrow in there that's quite creepy looking. Yeah, that was an extraordinarily creepy looking scarecrow. It was. I mean, they are scarecrows. They are not supposed to be, you know, I know. a jolly good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this was extra. Yeah. Yeah. Linda decides to hide under the stairs. She finds a door down there. And guess who's in there? Happily waiting for her. Annabelle. Annabelle the doll. First, you're looking at Annabelle in this darkness, right? Mm -hmm. There's this endless darkness behind her. Right. And you see these glowing eyes that are behind her, but taller. And all of a sudden, it pulls Annabelle away. Away. Yeah. Great scene. Mm -hmm. Sound, vision. Oh, so good. Pitch dark. I just want to mention this because I thought it, I think Conjuring Part 2 had already happened when this movie came out. I'd have to look at the dates, but the nun, Sister Charlotte is talking to Samuel mm -hmm. and they're talking about um, her being at the, with the group of other nuns at, what are they, con convent? Convent. Convent. Yes. And as she's showing this picture of a group of nuns and the picture shifts, you see the, the nun. nun, which I always thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Too bad that movie was so bad. You know there's a part two coming out? Why? I don't know. Why? That first, I mean, it was horrible. I know. We're going to have to watch it at some point. Yeah. Maybe rewatching it, but. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Later, the, the two older girls, I can't remember their names. I think it's the Nancy and Carol. What are their names? Let me go back here. Nancy and Carol, oh, I was right. They are telling each other ghost stories under this sheet. Mm -hmm. They use a lot of sheets in this movie. Yes. Old school, man. Old yeah. school. When they're telling each other these stories and they're making up a creepy story about the lady of the house, which is Esther. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, so when Esther needs something, she rings a bell. Right. And all of a sudden they hear a bell, but very close, close by. by. Like literally in their ear. And as the sheet, when they're hiding under the sheet, you see like this, you can tell it could be like a haggard woman walking behind them. And then all of a sudden, there's like a creepy face. I think you missed it because you were looking down. There yeah. was a creepy, a quick flash of a creepy ghost-like face mm -hmm. under the sheet and they freak out. Yeah. So now it's affecting not just Janice and Linda, it's affecting the others but one of the girls decides to brush it off i think because they she brush it off but one of them one of, one them, of them is was out. more like no something's not right, right here mm -hmm. um and the i think the oldest one was the more quote-unquote practical one yeah or the one who was constantly in denial and was yeah. a gang leader so to speak here kind of yeah yeah all right now it's the next night janice is back in this girl's room in b's room annabelle is now sitting on the bed 
Like chilling, just chilling on the bed. Chilling like a villain. Linda follows her and she has like this little toy that shoots out a ball, but it's on a string so you can reel it back in. She hits the doll with it. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious, but probably Annabelle did not. Yes. And it turns her head towards the girls. Mm Mm-hmm. Which then is scary because it, it's dark in there. The lighting, it's just, it's so perfect the yeah. way it, it hits. But Janice didn't notice that though. No. But Linda does. Yeah. And the doll is just staring at her mm-hmm. dead on. And now the ghost or the ghost of Anna, of the girl, of B shows up. And when she turns around, she has a very scary demonic face. Mm-hmm. So now we're not just dealing with a ghost. We're dealing with something bigger here. Right. Which we already knew anyway from the other movie, but it's just, in case you are watching this before Annabelle, (laughs) you know, and it grabs Janice and scratches her legs. Um, This whole scene is very intense because when Janice runs out of the room, she she tries to get on that electric chair to go down, and Mm -hmm. of course the chair gets stuck. Of course it does, because why wouldn't it? And it grabs poor Janice and like... It feels like it lifted her beyond the house, yeah. doesn't it? Because how much higher did that roof go? I don't know, but yeah. Or the and, ceiling. Yeah, the ceiling. It just feels like she went I'm gonna, into another dimension. <laughs> she didn't. Right. At least I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And then this demon drops her from the ceiling. Yeah, it's quite a drop. Yeah. All the way down to the, the ground floor. To the very first ground floor, yeah. yeah. So now she's injured. Janice warns the nun about this evil presence the next day. Now she's in a wheelchair. She has to stay downstairs on the sofa. And she's mm-hmm. trying to tell the nun there's something here. Right. And, you know, of course, nobody believes anything. Nobody believes her. Of course eh, not. Yeah. yeah. Linda goes to the goes up to that bedroom door. It's locked. And she does a classic horror movie thing, which is look through the keyhole. Which, which you would should you, never Would you do. be able to really do that? Look yes. through a keyhole in those old ones, I guess? Yes, you can. Cool. You can see through them. Cool. She And here we go again. Rocking chairs. Mm-hmm. All right? She mm-hmm. sees Annabelle Dahl rocking on the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. There is something spooky about a rocking chair sound in, mo- there in horror is, movies. There is. Yes, I agree. And obviously seeing an inanimate object rocking is really not It's comforting. not your everyday uh, thing. Yeah. The thing is that the op- the door opens, yeah. and when she looks in, Annabelle, the it's doll, gone. is gone. This is at night, by the way. Of course. I forgot to. Because when else would it happen? Poor Linda freaks out, so she goes back to her bedroom, and now she's sleeping in there alone because Janice is downstairs due to her injury. She's waiting there. She's so cute, waiting with the little toy ball gun thing right she shoots it and you know starts reeling it in and now you hear running footsteps and that's so intense it is. i had forgotten how intense those footsteps are like yeah it doesn't even sound like a child's footstep mm-hmm. it sounds like something massive massive running towards yeah. you yeah kind of like in paranormal activity Ugh, god I yes know. like paranormal exactly Which is a demon. Mm-hmm. like that Ugh. so Poor Linda, I always found, I, I mentioned it, right? Like, what do we gain by hiding under a sheet? Because you can't see it. It's like, if I'm under is? here, I can't, I can't see, see it, it can't see me. And it goes it away. Is. And it goes away. Yeah. You're a child trying to rationalize something really horribly evil. Yeah. But it's just funny, right? Because that is 
the logic in a child or a human mm-hmm. because we saw it in Hell House. Yes. Too. Mm-hmm. That a grown man with that chick that was sitting in his room. Right. He she, went under the sheet. He went under the sheet. What yeah. did he really think was going to happen? I think that I would probably do the same thing even now. Because in your head, it's like, if I don't see it, it's not there. Right. Or it'll go away. Or, yes. And it won't know I'm under the sheet, even though you can, can see. clearly see that I'm under the sheet and probably did it in front of you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the logic is not sound, but I get it. <laughs> so that's exactly what Linda does. She hides under the sheet. She When she looks, when she's brave enough to look under, over the, she's on the top bunk. Right. And she looks over, she sees footsteps. Bl- mm-hmm. Not bloody. Um, Black. Yeah. And they but look an like adult-ish. Adult. Mm-hmm. And they're not really... I don't know. They didn't look... They didn't look demonish, though. They looked human. They looked human, but distorted. Mm. Really? But, yeah, to me, they look kind of okay. distorted. But anyway, the thing is that the next thing you see is you see the animal... Animal? <laughs> Annabelle doll <laughs> yeah. on the bed, behind, behind the bed. And all of a sudden, the, the demon... The, what's going to be the demon with the glowing eyes just yeah. moves the doll back into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And it's gone. Yeah. Now, what compelled her to look over the edge of the bed? I don't because know. Because it's the same as looking under your bed at night in the dark. No. No. I was definitely afraid of under the bed as a kid. So was I. I think maybe a lot of I kids are. I think all kids are. I was always afraid of under the bed in the closet. I, I can't even to this day. I've said it on another episode. Sleep was a closet door open. If it's open, mm-hmm. I have to get up and close it. Same thing. The bathroom door is right next to me in my bedroom. Mm. I cannot even have it open a little bit. It has to be fully closed. Okay. Even your dad knows it. He goes and he closes it for me sometimes. <laughs> it's the thing, the little the little things. Yeah. The next day, Sister Charlotte takes Janice outside in the wheelchair because she needs fresh air, yada, yada. Just to get her out of the house. Yeah. However... This demon really wants Janice. Mm -hmm. And Janice mentioned this at some point that it's picking on her because she's weak. Mm -hmm. But Sister Charlotte says, no, it it picks on people weak in spirit. I don't agree. I think it picks on weakness in any sense. Me personally. Regardless of your Regardless of belief. Right. Okay. And she is weak because she's weak in physical Mm -hmm. and she's also weak minded in. And it's not her fault, but she's very self-conscious. Yes. And I think it's preying on that. It's, yeah, I get, yeah, that that does make sense. And I have to agree with you on that. I don't think it has to do with faith or any of that. I'm sure it plays into it too, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, But I think that it picks on your debilitating physical form and also what that how that happens or plays in your mind. Right. Or it could even not be attached to a physical disability. It could be something else that you're traumatized over. Yeah. And uses that against you. Yeah. It like picks Mm -hmm. very slowly. Yeah. Because I think the common thing is, is that it is what Sister Charlotte said, weak in faith, but I don't think it's always that. I think it's multifactorial. Ooh, well. SAT word, huh? Damn, you are just spitting those fuckers out today. For a Sunday morning, not too bad, huh? No, not not bad at all, man. The spirits really want, or the demon really wants Janice, because when Sister Charlotte walks away, it move, the demon entity moves the wheelchair into the barn, throws poor Janice into what looks like a crawl space yeah. of the barn. And when you're in there, she's, the poor girl's thrown, and you see the... B, mm-hmm. her 
spirit and it comes right at her. Right. Out of no good jumps, good scare scene. And vomits in her mouth the black. That black stuff that like you see from the conjuring. in the conjuring. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, fuck. This yeah, you fucked. know it's done. This is over. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Linda notices that she is acting, Linda notices that Janice is acting strange. Janice is also now in possession of Annabelle, the mm-hmm. doll, which is also creepy. Like, there's yeah. a creepy shot of her on the porch in the wheelchair. With the doll. With the doll. And mm-hmm. it's just like, ooh. And, and Mullen... Really? Oh, poor Mullen. He flips out. Yes. He finds the doll in the li- uh, in the dining room mm-hmm. with a note, right? It, the note says, found you. Found you, yeah. And Janice shows up, and I found this creepy, because she turns into the demon, but it's the way she turns into it, mm-hmm. and it starts, like, bending this poor man's fingers His fingers, because he's holding a crucifix, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he didn't make it. Yeah, the way he it's bent back. The thing is, bottom line, yeah, she kills him. Mm-hmm. The demon kills him. Right. Linda takes matters into her own hands because she, I think Linda has put two and two together and knows it's the doll that mm-hmm. has the power. And she throws it into this well. There's a well on the property. Very ring-like as well. It is. It could be that all those wells were like that. It's not like we have wells here. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> oh. just the whole. Even, there was a point in the in the movie at the beginning when they were playing hide and seek, mm-hmm. and they have that from below view yeah. that reminded me of, of the, the ring. ring. Yeah, I think wells have done that to yeah. us horror fans, right? The because of the, the ring, ring. yeah, mm-hmm. has changed wells. Yeah, because even when they showed it in the Changeling, I'm like the ring. <laughs> but that was before. I know. Funny enough, though. <laughs> as, as sorry, as Linda is throwing the Annabelle into the well, Sister Charlotte shows up to, like, help her or just figure out, what are you doing? Like, yeah, what the hell are you doing out here? And then Linda om- looked into the well, I think just to, what, verify that the doll has plummeted, plummeted but we can't see. And Linda gets pulled, almost gets pulled in. But you see these creepy a hand like dark gray pewter black blue hands coming yeah. out and pulling her in mm-hmm. and i think this is when um what's her name sister charlotte is it was her is her name charlotte yeah yeah sister charlotte i think is like oh shit yeah because she pulls her and immediately covers the the mm-hmm. well when they get back to the house now janice is missing but annabelle the it, doll is back, is back. <laughs> All right, now we're going to get a backstory. We finally get the backstory, and it's from Esther, mm-hmm. the wife. Because doesn't the um, Sister Charlotte go in there? Yeah. And this is where we discover that Esther is wearing like a porcelain face, like mm-hmm. a porcelain doll face yeah. on half of her face. Yeah. Because she tells her, can you please turn around? Yeah. But the Sister Charlotte sees her face in a reflection yes. in a mirror. Yes. Which the, is like the doll, up. yeah. yeah. Anyway, the backstory is basically the parents were depressed, grieving, grieving because of their daughter. They decided that what did they? They're kind of like con- they conjured the demon out of depression without realizing it because they wanted their child back, their child back, even if it was a glimpse. But what they ended up doing is conjuring, right? A demon. Right. And at first, everything is fine because mm-hmm. they see hints of her. They see right. her playing, which is the way the demon 
lulls them, them yeah. lulls them into a false sense of oh it's all good right but <laughs> as usual that's not the case it does attack esther mm-hmm. and this is why she's deformed yeah it takes the doll mm-hmm. right and that's how they end up putting the doll in that wardrobe with the bible and there's also a cross in there and a priest came to bless it and they locked it yeah. and it's been quiet for 12 for years for 12 years that's what they keep mentioning it's mm-hmm. been quiet but now they've unleashed this hell basically and you know a little bit later they find this poor woman dead and not just dead she's like split, split in, in half. half yes and it hung her on the like wall. on the wall i thought that was for this movie, I thought that was pretty gruesome. It was pretty, yes, it was pretty gruesome. And she was like, yeah. mm. her arms were stretched out on either side and pinned to the wall. Kind of like, like crucifixion. Right, but except missing her legs. <laughs> bottom half is gone. Yeah. It's very disturbing because it doesn't, that violence doesn't make sense in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it also gives a hint of like, oh. How um, strong this. This thing is pretty bad. And it's in a child body. So... Mm-hmm. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. Ooh, right? Ooh. But then we also saw what it did to the dad, to Mullen, to the man. True. That's true. And saw that changing. Yeah. So, ugh. All right. Now all chaos is ensuing. Yes. Everyone has split up. <laughs> the old, the other girls, the other four try to leave in the car, but of course the car doesn't work. And now all of a sudden the scarecrow comes to life for them. Mm-hmm. One of the older girls <clears throat> gets stuck in the barn with it and it turns into like this cat and mouse dark light with the Where the is it? Here it is. There it is. Yeah. It's it's hard to describe that scene without watching it because I think it was very well done. I don't understand the purpose of the Scarecrow. I don't though. either, unless they were planning a spinoff of that at some point. I don't know. I don't know because wh- what it's, was it? I feel like they threw that in there. For scare? To scare and to mm. show that now all hell has broken loose. Mm. But okay. it, it almost feels like they just added it to add in and to add some filler or to somehow show oh look it's even affecting the girls i don't know that that's really the right way to have done it it seems out of place in the movie that's the one complaint i have like i liked it because okay i'll take a scare right but it didn't make sense right for the story like okay why is this why not just show annabelle or something right there was annabelle the doll Right. Or, even or the, the child. spirit. Yeah. Right. So I did Although find that, that. that was already it. Or show Janice, but looking weird. Right. Different. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I found that strange. That was the. It does feel out of place in the movie. Like, yeah. why did you, you added this just for the scare. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was effective, but mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Linda is obviously separated from everyone on her own. She ends up in the, the nun's room. Right. And she decides to use the dumbwaiter to go down and we realize that the dumbwaiter goes into esther's room right and she finds the dead lady in there but this time she's off the wall right she's on the floor crawling Crawling. towards her but like really so is it that this demon is possessing different things to scare or stop people yeah so maybe that's the point of the scarecrow but i feel like the set the the scarecrow is not doesn't still doesn't make sense i can understand esther yeah, because of what it did to to mm-hmm. to to at to her. Yeah, but the, I still don't think the the scarecrow was. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like you could take that out and it wouldn't matter. Right. It's just an extra scare. Right. Anyway. Okay. Makes sense. Linda's using this dumb waiter. She goes back. She, she realizes that this lady is dead and a zombie in a way because it's back to life <laughs> chasing her. Right. Right. She uses a dumb waiter to go back up. And now I put it as a cat and mouse between Janice and Linda. And, and that's kind of sad because that's her best friend. I know. Who is now no longer her friend. It's yeah. something else. And she knows that it's not right. Janice. But... It's sad. It's very sad, isn't it? Because they were so close. That actually made me... that It was a scary scene. Yeah. But at the same time, imagine me doing that to you. No, I know. That's very or scary. Or you doing that. To, either right. way, it's like there's mm-hmm. a relationship and that person that you love or, you know, that is a sense of security mm-hmm. to you... Is no longer that Is no longer that, that. And you know that logically that person isn't there. Yeah. But their physical form is, and what you're seeing is that person yeah. attacking you. Not think It's funny how that works, you mm-hmm. know? And it is it is sad. Mm-hmm. But it's a bunch of good scares back and forth with the dumbwaiter and, yeah. you know, Janice catching up. I, I kind of lost notes here because I was so, like, entertained and busy watching it that the point is they end up back in B's room and Sister Charlotte traps Janice in the Bible closet mm-hmm. because they think that's what's going right. to save them. Throws her in there. Locks her up. The girls escape. The police arrive. Right? It's now the next, what is it, more? It's next morning. Next morning, yeah. When the police are in B's room. How do you explain all this shit? That's number one. A child gone rampant? Like, that's <laughs> Went on a rampage hard. and yeah. killed everybody? It's kind of, how do you, anyway. Yeah. When the police are in the room... B's old room they go to the closet and there's a Janice is gone and there's a huge hole there yeah it almost looks like a ginormous rat ate through the yeah. wall yeah so she's gone yeah. we're like oh shit mm-hmm. this bitch is gone yeah this is not good <laughs> we cut to another it looks like a really nice orphanage somewhere else mm-hmm this couple is coming in, and the, I guess the coordinator is saying, oh, you'll love her. She's so great. You already know what's happening here. Like, yes. oh, shit. Yeah. It's Janice. When they walk in, it's Janice that they're going to meet but to adopt. not her name anymore. She is now Annabelle. Annabelle. She has taken on the name Annabelle. Mm-hmm. I found it awesome. This ending, I thought, was great how it connected to the first Annabelle. Right. And I loved that the new parents are giving her the real Annabelle, the Raggedy Ann doll. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that was, was so great. Awesome. Because it's like, Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Um, in case you haven't seen it or don't know the original actual Annabelle that the Warrens have had locked up in their museum. Yeah. Warrens from the conjuring. Yeah. Is actually a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. In real life. In real life. So I thought that was a great little, mm, a little hint there. Mm hmm. Because then technically, right, she's supposed to possess that one. Right. So that, that makes a great story. And she gets adopted. And then as we keep keep cutting into the end here, we learn that this is the Annabelle from the first Annabelle. Like, she is the neighbor mm-hmm. to that pregnant couple that goes back and kills her parents because she's in a cult and she's obviously possessed and crazy. Right. And it's just great. I it loved it. It leads into... Yeah. The Annabelle. first original movie, Annabelle. 
And that's how the movie ends. Now, here's something I want to know. And, and I guess it would, I could, as I, I, as you were talking, I was wondering, but then I think I may have answered myself. Mm-hmm. So Janice, now Annabelle, is adopted. How did she get there without anyone knowing? But I'm also thinking as today where information right. is available everywhere. Right. She could have just said, I'm an orphan and I've lost my parents or right. whatever. She was found somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I still wonder how they didn't check on her somehow. Maybe. It would be only, impossible to check things back then. I would say so. Now, not so much. I think there could be more of a track. I mean, we don't work in an orphanage, so I don't know what the legalities of that would be. Right. I mean, I think there would be way more involved. Like, how did she show up? Did she just show up on, on an orphanage's steps and say... Is that something they can do? Uh, that, I guess, right? Like, what's the backstory maybe because it was back then yeah it makes sense we're talking about before 60s yeah then yeah so probably late 50s maybe yeah Yeah. and she's a demon right so she can be convincing she can be charming right cunning you know that's true get away with all this stuff you're right yeah and that's how the movie ends yes it does let's hit up the categories Sound and movie, take it away. This All right. is your your baby. Yes, it is. Um, there is. I, I will agree with what you wrote in in the outline. It it does continue with all the atmospheric music from The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Um, this one had two specific sounds that I found very creepy. Um, the first one is that old classic, "You Are My Sunshine." I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hear that for a minute and put it into context as to how creepy that could actually sound. Sure. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You never There's something about those old songs. And it could be because we've not we, but We've been exposed, yeah, we, we've we been exposed to it in horror movies. It's been used in horror movies, so they seem creepy. But you know they're being played on those old... Record players? Yeah, what are they called? Victrolas? Yeah, we have one right there. I have one right there. Yeah. Um, but... It, it has a it graininess. Has, it has a sound to it, yeah. the needle playing on it, skipping a little yeah. bit. There's something to it that, yes, the song is in itself beautiful, but... At the same time, in the way it's used, Mm. it's very creepy. It is creepy. Then after that, there is this one sound that I feel permeates through the conjuring on and off. Mm -hmm. And I want to play that for you. You tell me what you think if it does sound familiar. Let's take a listen. Okay. I don't know about you. But that gave me goosebumps. Yeah. That was quite scary. Because a sense of dread, it's atmospheric, starts to build. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this is used throughout the Conjuring universe in one shape or form. Agree. Get it? Shape or form because it's a demon? Uh Exactly. A shapeshifter. It seems like when horror wants to use dread, tension, it's a very, it's heavy on string instruments. Like Mm -hmm. those are violins and Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing how they've made that happen and that all goes back to what to psycho yeah and we have we have seen enough movies and i've paid enough attention (laughs) to the music to see how they are all 
interlaced. I mean, even going back to Friday the 13th, mm -hmm. the the music, the inspiration was Psycho. Right, right. So There's a lot of inspiration there. It, it all goes back to that. Imagine that one movie being pivotal to the sound of Dread. Right. Because I think it is. And that's why we haven't touched on even older movies because think about the silent movie era where yes. all they have is music. Correct. So I'm sure that has a huge influence mm -hmm. on on all of it. Yep. But Psycho for sure. Psycho is a big influence in horror period. Yep. Definitely changed shower curtains. And yes, it did. And The Shining because yeah. there have been movies where we have gotten that feeling the of heartbeat or even carpenter mm -hmm. carpenter has definitely made oh an John impact Car yes. with with his music and mm -hmm. he, in, in his own movies he has his own theme going on yep that you're like yep that's, that's definitely carpenter. john carpenter mm -hmm. okay best scene I, well i guess we agree so i'll i'll yeah, jump on I, this one i totally agree with you on what you, the best scene in the movie is and it was hard because there are so many good scare scenes but this one because it's simple it plays into the ghost thing. It was the scene where Janice is in B's room. The first time. The first time. And she puts that sheet over Annabelle and the doll. And the doll gets up. You know, what really was under there, you think? It's not the doll. Was it the child? Was it Janice? Sorry, no, not uh, Janice. Um, B, sorry. I think so. Yeah. Is the shape. And the sheet walking towards her and it's slowly... She's stepping on it, so you know the sheet is going to come off, and what it's are you going to see? It's going to come unraveled, yeah. And I think this, that, that specifically... What are you going to see? ...is what freaks me out in this scene, that yeah. I find it so impactful. That they focus on the on what would be the feet, mm -hmm. and you see them pulling the sheet, and you know what's happening. Yeah. It's going to unravel and show you what's under it. And that's... And, and you don't want to see it, but you do. And this yeah. is what makes horror amazing for me. Like, you know you don't want to see it. You don't want to look. Yet at the same time, you are compelled yeah. to look at something horrific. Something's wrong with all of us. <laughs> Seriously. I guess there's something wrong with horror fans because, and it's it's the human curiosity, right? Because I think we just like being scared. Not everybody, because you have people who can't stand horror. I'm talking about people who, oh. obviously, who well, like Well, yeah, horror. obviously, because we get an adrenaline rush. It's almost like a high, so in a way. So, is it an addiction? I would say way? so, because I <laughs> I am addicted to watching horror movies. Mm -hmm. What did I text you last night? I don't know what to watch. I'm going through all these horror movies. I don't know what to watch, but I know what I want a horror movie. But why did you want to watch it, too? It was also atmospheric. It was thundering. It was lightning. Yes. It was raining. It was perfect. It was the perfect setup to be scared out of your fucking mind. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to be scared. <laughs> but then at the same time, it sucks because if you're like me, where I am sensitive where it can affect me in in the in, long in run, real in real in life real life where i get scared that but then i i don't care it's worth it because it's great and then you're always looking for the next one up like what's gonna what's gonna scare you scared. more yeah right yeah it's terrible <laughs> anyway so that it's not knowing what's under that sheet and i like that there wasn't anything right that's what makes but it that's worse. even scarier it's because what if there still was something there and you just can't see yeah, it? Exactly. Which that's what I think it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So we agree. And I put fuck that. <laughs> yes, I see that. I see it very that clearly. Would freak me out. 
<laughs> How about okay? Let's go on to the best character in 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 the film, and I think we both agree because I put Janice and you did too. Yeah. And the reason that I picked her is number one, the kid did a great job, mm-hmm. but the kid was scary and she was creepy. Mm-hmm. And as the movie progressed, she got creepier. Yeah. So kudos to that kid for her acting. I also it was believable. It was believable. But I also picked her because I genuinely liked her and I hate to use the word I felt sorry for her, but it was sad what she was feeling. Mm-hmm. She portrayed that very well that she has the polio, so she has had a disadvantage. She even said it to Linda, no one's going to adopt me right? because I have this. And now that she got hurt, mm-hmm. when she got even hurt, less she's like, she's, now I'm really not going to get adopted. Right, because she's paralyzed. I think so. They think she's going to stay paralyzed. Oh, is what right. They said. And that's what added to her. That's yeah. why she said, now no one's going to adopt me. Right. There's sympathy for the character. And at the same time, she's terrifying once yeah. she's possessed. Yeah. So it's good. So she played a dual role, so to speak. Yeah. And... That's amazing that kids can act like that. I know. And and they're not I, like, scared because... And how old is right. this girl? Yeah. She did very good. She did. What about best unlikable character? Looks like we're all on the same page yeah. today. The click. The or, the other orphan girls. The other four girls. Yeah. I, I thought they were mean. They were mean. It was mean-spirited. Yeah. It was excluding her, Janice, from everything, which I think lent to her wait a minute state of mind i thought about something what they're the four of them band together right right because they even sleep in the same room but there's one that's the really mean one the right. meaner one she's the leader the oldest one she's the one that gets stuck in the barn with the scarecrow is it payback for being mean to janice probably you can look at it that way yeah because it was targeting her right she got stuck in there that's true. Maybe that's where that played into it. Yeah, maybe in Janice's subconscious. Or the demon has that power. Well, that's just slash it. Slash Janice. It's, it's, it's honing in on things that maybe even Janice might have thought, one day I'm going to get back at you. Right. Or everybody has thoughts like or that. Or even just, A moment oh my God, of, this girl is so mean to me. Right, exactly. Right. Everyone has those types of thoughts at some point in their life against somebody who's been incredibly horrible to them. Right. You don't mean it, but you kind of like, one day, payback's a bitch. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Maybe this is what that was. Mm. It honed in on that subconscious in, in Janice and exploited it. Exploited it. There you go. How about that? Maybe that's the purpose of that scene. Maybe. Maybe, but hmm. yeah. Okay. With that in mind. <laughs> Let's go on to what character would you be? I picked for you that you would be Linda. Okay. I, I could see you as Linda, curious but not. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I and am. And warning. And warning. Like people, like, hey, yeah. something's not right here. Mm. You know it. Yeah. I picked Sister Charlotte for you. <laughs> because okay. you would also be... I, like, I liked Sister Charlotte a lot mm-hmm. in how she spoke to... Janice, mm-hmm. um, very teacher, very motherly, but very 
strict because when they had a scene of confession mm -hmm. that I liked because she was telling her I forgot what it was about what was it about but the, it was going she, into the room yes when she shouldn't have and she said you know you can't do that it, but she punished her in, in a nice I don't know it was just very she motherly taught her a lesson <laughs> yeah. yet at the same time wasn't cruel about it right is what you're saying. Yeah. So she had that gentleness about her. And so just... you're saying that I can be strong but gentle at the same time? And that's yeah. what you assimilated from there? That's yeah. why you... Okay. I yeah. can go with that. And then that, you know, she just she was just trying to care for everything all at once and then trying not to get killed by this demon. Because at one point she was harmed too. Yes. She got... She like floated in the air and everything. And got dropped as well. Like this yeah. demon really likes to just drop shit, right? Yeah. It's a dropper. <laughs> the demon dropper. Does it hold up? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I guess you liked it too. Great. I did. Um, I like it even more now that we've talked about it. I was like, yeah, I like it, but not that 100% thing. But yeah. as we talk about it. And you we, like it a bit more? And we, we rip it apart, so to speak. Yeah. Um, kind of like uh, Esther got ripped apart. Uh, oh, I, good one. <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I do like it. I, I kind of want to see it again. Well, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just like see how it. I don't know how it evolved in my mind. Right. Well, clearly I... Yeah, I know. Still love yeah. it. All right. And now our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. All right. I'll start. Yep. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. <laughs> Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement on an electric chair in the attic. Under the stairs. Under the stairs. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter? It's locked. It's forbidden, mm -hmm. condemned, yeah. all that stuff. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. Yep. So I have, they split up. They didn't turn on lights. Nope. Like, what and the clearly fuck? they had lights. Yes. If that was, you know, if they didn't have light, I'd be like, all right. But mm -hmm. anyway, why are you going in there? When you were told it was forbidden and it was locked, mm -hmm. but yet- you continued. Well, the demon. I know, but. Kind of did that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And last, but certainly not least, scream a word. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? <laughs> I gave you a 10 out of 5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bad. have to tell you, you were causing more. I said it at I the know. beginning. You were causing more <laughs> anxiety in me with your reaction than the actual movie at some point. Well, you know. Sorry. You were out of control, lady. I was. I was. <laughs> we watched this movie on HBO Max with our HBO subscription. You can also watch it on Tubi with ads, and you can rent it on Redbox, YouTube, Amazon, Vudu, and Apple TV. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Go watch it. It's great. Yeah. Make sure it's stormy. It's dark. It's raining. I think that'll add to it even more. And if you have a doll, sit with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram with our handle, Horror Cafe Podcast. Sound and movie, take it away. All this right. is your, your baby. Yes, it is. Um, there is, I, I will agree with what you wrote in, in the outline. It It does continue with all the atmospheric music from The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. um, this one had two specific. Or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. 
And until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye. Erica here from Horror Cafe Podcast. Well, as you noticed in our outro, somehow the segment of sound and movie snuck in there. I believe this episode is haunted by Annabelle herself because I have tried multiple times to fix this segment and the program keeps crashing on me. I just can't fix it. So I'm leaving it in and blaming it on it being haunted. So let's try this again. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also visit our website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Send us emails, like, review, and subscribe. And until next time, stay spooky.